Right, folks, here we are again on the Inside Learn F1 podcast and Pitch the Podium. And the last time out, we discussed about Williams. And we said that it's a stock that's going to be worth buying. Not for now, but maybe for the future. But here is a stock canal that I think everyone would just love to buy and hold. It's, it's like the superstar stock, right? The one that just seems to show the best signs of growing. Everyone's excited about it. Everyone is just having that particular stock on their lips. It is McLaren, and man, what a comeback it has been for them. It has. I mean, you know, come to think of it, McLaren had like a few bad seasons and all the anti-McLaren fans from back in time, you know, when it was McLaren versus Ferrari for, you know, the, the 2000s typically, right? They all were also feeling bad saying, oh my God, yes, I loved Ferrari for what they did then, but I didn't hate McLaren to an extent that I'd love to see them. <laughs> suffering the way they did right yeah. but yes exciting times uh, for mclaren on all all counts actually somal because uh, you know they are they are of course going to uh, in formula 1 uh, they've got uh, james key doing their chassis former uh, force india guy right uh, they of course have a very vibrant daniel ricardo we are yes. all waiting to see what he can do with a mclaren uh, we are also waiting to see how Lando Norris stocks up against all of this because Ricardo was the guy who took the challenge to Max Verstappen, right? So Norris versus Ricardo in the car and their, their friendship outside of the car will be exciting. And then Sommel, they are reuniting with Mercedes. So oh. on, on all counts, you know, McLaren have positive stories that sort of say that, hey, buy us at a premium as well. But can I... Often with stocks like this one, where you can't seem to find even a single negative point, right? Everything just seems to be happy days, blue skies, uh, which should be orange, but that doesn't... Okay, I tried something, I failed. You get the idea. But it's, it's, it's just good times for McLaren, right? You can't seem to find a single fly in the ointment for them. Sometimes those stocks can be, in the best of ways, too good to be true. Are McLaren too good to be true, Kunal? Well, I would say not, Somil. You know, they, they have the fundamentals of uh, motorsport in place in several decades now, right? And yes, you can say the same thing about Williams as well. But again, Williams and McLaren have been very differently managed over time, as you know, some of our listeners who've been following since the early yeah. 70s and 80s would know. But uh, I don't think there's something too good to be true about McLaren. In fact, I think their best is yet to come in the transformed era. I like the fact that they're looking at other motorsport series as well. Yes. And, and the fact is they're trying to sort of, uh, you know, horizontally expand in the world of motorsport, in sports car racing, in, in Formula E and the like. So a lot, uh, a lot to look forward to from McLaren as a brand overall mm-hmm. than just McLaren in, in Formula One, right? And personally, I, I think McLaren will be one of the super brands in the world of motorsport in this decade and we actually did a podcast about it a couple of uh, weeks ago so you guys are welcome to tune back in links in the description and the show notes for that one but Kunal uh salute to Zach Brown for the way he's managed excellent excellent stuff about the way he's done things around and also big salute to Zach Brown for recruiting the likes of Andreas Seidel James Key again now Daniel Ricciardo's big acquisition then you kind of get these big changes in the back end with Mercedes power units coming into McLaren 
all good stuff. But if you just had to pick one most exciting part, one superstar change for 2021 that could make it a stock that really accelerates and goes off through the roof, what would be that one particular change? Would it be Ricardo and his positive presence? Or does it have to do more with the technical changes, like the Mercedes engine for that matter? I, I think I would split it to the two, Samuel. I think it'll be the Mercedes engine as first up. Will this mean that they will win uh, the world championship or challenge for races more often? I think not. I think they've made yeah. a switch to Mercedes to make sure that they are at least up and fighting at the front. Look, they tried the whole Honda scenario, Honda angle. It didn't work for them. It just brought them uh, far worse results than they even imagined. But it was important for them to have tried, right? Yeah. And and so I think with Mercedes coming, at least there is some sort of surety they have that we have championship winning power units at the back. Now let's just focus on getting the right chassis and the right setups and the right things in place. So that's point number one. The the second point to keep in mind is after many years, right? And and in my view. McLaren finally have a driver lineup they wanted to have, right? Yes. And, yep. and why, do I, why do I say this? Because Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz, you know, joined the team at a, at a point when not many others would have sort of chosen to join the team, right? And when I say not many others, I mean uh, more stable, more settled, more established names like Daniel Ricciardo. Like to give an example, uh, Ricciardo changed teams, uh, you know, back in time, uh, I think in 2018. At that time, he didn't probably consider McLaren at all for obvious reasons. But, you know, cut to 2020, he was like, yes, I will choose McLaren to sort of further my career and win titles with if the chance comes, right? So all of this, again, just points to the fact that McLaren... uh, finally have all the elements they would have always wanted you know a stable yeah. engine a stable car stable designing team and and you know the drivers so these two points as to why uh, why i would recommend buying mclaren also at a premium I think Gunal, the environment makes a world of difference, right? When Fernando was there, it just seemed to be, okay, no no shots taken at Fernando or anything. World-class driver, two-time world champion, the best young driver on the grid. Uh, you get, you know Fernando Alonso. He is a motorsport legend. But it's just the atmosphere, Gunal. It just didn't seem to be happy McLaren. And, and now that you have the team restructured around Carlos Sainz and now Lando Norris, and then perhaps Daniel Ricciardo coming in and reaping the benefits of it and maybe even rejuvenating it a little bit more, knowing his lovely charismatic attitude that he has, I think it's going to be really good times on the back inside. And you know, the big organizations, happy organizations are usually the most productive ones. So maybe yeah. that could be something for McLaren. But uh, it's not as easy as it seems, Gunal. It's not going to be a completely flat curve or a completely upward going curve. There are going to be some lumps and bumps around the way, as I'd like to call it. And the biggest one that McLaren faced firsthand in 2015 is integrating a new engine into your chassis. Not the easiest thing in the world. McLaren have been given a leeway this year. They've been allowed to make some big changes that other teams have not been able to just so that they can incorporate the Mercedes power unit in. But honestly, I think... Uh, just there's such a good aura around McLaren that we're assuming that this switch is just going to be seamless. Whereas in actuality, we've seen it with McLaren itself when we switch to Renault, that that may not really be the case. Yeah, that may not be the case. And actually, the McLaren curve might dip a little bit in the starting uh, races of 2021 while they sort of find themselves in and 
find the best way to take the partnership forward before I would see it rise against yeah. Somil. So yes, a lot of simulator work will be good and a lot of, a uh, lot of integrations that they will try at the factory. Also remember just three days of preseason testing, uh, one new star driver, a new power unit. So lots of new things, new variables for them to keep in mind within their models of operations so don't be surprised if the initial few races, uh, you know, sort of uh, turn out to be tougher for McLaren than what one would imagine. But in the medium to long term, I think it's definitely going to be on the rise. McLaren then, a superstar stock that may dip in the short run, but is bound to give you good dividends in the long run. That's McLaren done. Next, it's time for Haas after a short break. <laughs> 